Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include expectations for today and tomorrow's FOMC meeting, and one of my favorite all-time jokes. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms and an excellence in firm culture by Inside Public Accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. No CEO wants to hear from their secretary. The CFPB is holding you online too. Lenders who have different prices in the same MSA? Don't even try it. Got a clever idea about net branches that aren't net branches? Give it up. A point blank labeled something else? Let me know how it goes with your state regulator out to make a name for themselves. Forbearance servicing is attracting attention, but loan officer pay is an ongoing issue. And the current Stratmore blog is titled The Personal Touch, about MLO compensation, different basis points for different channels, and shifting business models. Last week, I noted a dust-up between the CFPB director and the FDIC over a disputed vote of the FDIC board. This issue seems to have struck a nerve for some observers, such as the Wall Street Journal's opinion page, who just wrote an article called No Rules for Progressive Radicals. For links to those stories, as well as the latest lender and broker products and services, and mortgage industry events, visit robchrisman.com. Mortgage credit availability decreased in November, according to the Mortgage Credit Availability Index, a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association. A decline in the MCAI indicates that lending standards are tightening, while increases in the index are indicative of loosening credit. Credit availability in November was down slightly, even as the housing market continues to thrive amidst the improving job market. However, the picture was different depending on the market segment. An increase in conventional credit availability was offset by a decrease in government credit, as lenders reduce their offerings of government loan programs with lower credit scores, as well as those for investment homes, said Joel Kahn, MBA's Associate Vice President of Economic and Industry Forecasting. He continued, credit supply for jumbo loans increased for the fifth straight month. Lenders scaled back on jumbo supply at the onset of the pandemic. And even with the recent growth in credit availability, the jumbo index remains more than 40% below February 2020 levels. As home price growth continues and mortgage rates creep higher, Increased credit availability is needed for qualified borrowers looking to purchase a home, especially for first-time homebuyers who rely heavily on government mortgage programs. End quote. While we await the Fed's thoughts tomorrow, the main headline over the last week was the annual pace of consumer inflation recorded during November, which posted a 39-year high. At this point, the Fed has little choice but to address the issue at this week's FOMC meeting. Supply problems persist worldwide, and in the U.S., there are 0.67 workers for each available job, a record low. The quit rate remained near a record high in October as workers reevaluated their options. The backlog of ships awaiting space at ports in Los Angeles was at a record 97 ships as of December 9th. The conditions for continued upward pressure on prices and wages persist, and it looks like it will be quite a while until inflation returns to normal levels. Yesterday, the last full trading week of the year, which is also a big week for central banks with about 20 of them meeting in the days ahead, and the divergence of their paths will be evident, kicked off with lots of volatility. Traders weighed the possibility of less generous monetary policy, COVID challenges, 
and lofty equity valuations. The most closely watched risk event will be the FOMC meeting, scheduled for today and tomorrow. Expectations are for no changes in the Fed funds rate, but that the Fed will reduce its purchases of treasuries and MBS at an accelerated rate. To fight rising inflation, Fed Chairman Powell may turn more hawkish, and it would be a major surprise if the bank doesn't announce a faster tapering. Keep in mind, raising interest rates will do little to fix supply chain issues. Yesterday afternoon, the desk released a new two-week schedule covering the December 14th to 27th period, as well as the MBS purchase estimate for the December 14th to January 13th period, which totaled $84.6 billion, which was made up of $54.6 billion in paydowns plus $30 billion in SOMA increase, as expected. The schedule has two operations per day that largely alternates between 30 years and conventionals, with the Gini 2 operations split between 2% and 2.5%, and 2.5% and 3%. Today's operation sees the desk in 30-year 2% and 2.5% for up to $4.4 billion. Today's calendar got underway before the open with the NFIB Small Business Optimism Survey for November, in as expected at 98.4. We've also received November's Producer Price Index up 0.8%, up 0.7% excluding food and energy. Inflation is still strong, but how much of that will be pushed back onto consumers is the real question. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales, and day one of the two-day FOMC meeting will also get underway in Washington, D.C. We begin today with agency MBS prices, little change from Monday night, and the 10-year unchanged as well, yielding 1.42% after the strong inflation data. How will the Fed react? Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Three men died on Christmas Eve and were met by St. Peter at the pearly gates. In honor of this holy season, St. Peter commanded, you must each possess something that symbolizes Christmas to get into heaven. The Englishman fumbled through his pockets and pulled out a lighter. He flicked it on. It's a candle, he said. You may pass through the pearly gates, replied St. Peter. The Scotsman reached into his pocket and pulled out a set of keys. He shook them and said, they're bells. St. Peter hesitated but answered, you may pass through the pearly gates. The Irishman started searching desperately through his pockets and finally pulled out a pair of ladies' panties. St. Peter looked at the man with a raised eyebrow and asked, And just what do those symbolize? The Irishman replied, These are carols. (laughs) And so the Christmas season continues. I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. For over 30 years, Richie May has been deeply involved in the mortgage industry to bring solutions and innovation through advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more about how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.